Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey, I got a question that came in about riding with your spouse. And I think this is great. This is applicable to so many people. And you don't even have to look at this as riding with your spouse. You could talk about this as riding with your kid who wants to go for a bike ride or someone who is just most likely slower than you. Hey, Brennan, I've been liking the podcast and I actually had a question for you. I'm in the unique situation of having my wife love riding bikes, but not having much interest in training structure or dedicated intervals. We have an excellent time doing long rides together, though my regular power for these rides is really pretty low. I was wondering, what's the best way to add some training stress to these four plus hour rides? I realize this isn't optimal, but I would just like some suggestions on improving the quality of these rides without sacrificing the awesome marriage time we are getting in. Best regards, Matthew. Wow, that's amazing that you can do a four-hour ride with your spouse. Mad kudos. If anybody is doing two, three-plus-hour rides with their spouse, I think that's incredibly awesome. That time together, to me, is worth sacrificing a quote-unquote optimal day, but maybe we can make it more optimal. I'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this, but one thing I asked back to the guy, just to make sure that his you know, uh, self-assessment of the ride was correct, what's your TSS and intensity factor after the four-hour ride? How much time of your ride is in zone one? How many times are you doing this ride per week? Now, I think the only issue that you could come into is if you're doing this ride three times a week. I mean, that'd be a lot of riding. Um, Even two, then that's less than optimal. If you're doing this once a week, great. I think what you want to do is during that ride, have some intervals in there that are short. Make this your VO2 max day, which there's some caveats here. Let's go back to the initial questions. What's your TSS and IF after the four-hour ride? If your intensity factor is like below 0.6, this is a ballpark guess, and you've got 50% of the time in zone one, yeah, that ride's a little too easy. But maybe you're cruising along, maybe she's like pretty strong or kind of strong and or him, and you're riding at low, 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 low zone two, I still think you could chalk that up as an endurance ride. I don't know if you'd have to make it harder. Like say you have an intensity factor of 0.62 and the zone one time is maybe 
30%, but it's like, you know, you're really high zone one and you're really low zone two. And I mean, that would be a great aerobic ride. Now, if you're really dawdling and this is truly a casual cyclist, then what if you said, hey, babe, I've got these five things I want to do called intervals and they're just going to be five minutes. I'm going to zoom up the road real quick and then come back and then we'll chat for a minute and then I'm going to zoom up the road and come back and maybe even do three minute ones that day. But it doesn't have to take up the whole four hours. I wouldn't do threshold intervals because then you're gone for 40 to 60 minutes of the ride. But this is just get out, go cruise, get out of town. You're an hour and a half in and then you just have 25 minutes of work. And your spouse might be really impressed at how dedicated you are at doing this. And to his first comment, she's she's not really into training. Maybe that gets her excited about it. I'm not saying you need to have someone that's into training. I personally don't. I like that Chris asked me, hey, did you get a KOM today? Or what kind of watts did you do? Or like he's he's excited that I love doing this. But I don't need to rehash every training ride with my spouse. And And that's – some people love that. Some people – are married to someone else who trains and they love talking the numbers with each other. Probably because it's my job. I talk numbers with enough people that I don't need to do it when I'm at home. Everybody's different. But there's definitely ways to make this work. And then at the same time, remember, even though he said, I like to use the word optimal because we're always trying to optimize things. When he says this might not be optimal, I would say take a step back because you know what's pretty freaking optimal? That when you do this four-hour ride, when you go out to ride during the week and train, she's probably not saying, when the hell are you going to be back? Did you do the dishes yet? Did you clean up the laundry? Did you da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da? Well, okay, I'm, I'm going to be waiting here for you. She probably gets it. So putting in that time to ride is 1,000. Well, 1,000 percent is not really a thing. It is 100% worth it. And this comes to, you know, let's get away. This is one of those like foofy ones where it's not all about watts. You're going to feel, you're going to go into your workouts so much better because you're going to leave the house without her not being pissed at you. You know, when people leave the house and their partner or spouse or whatever is sort of begrudging that they are leaving to go on a bike ride, you're going to ride your bike? Are you done riding your bike? You think performance is optimal when you leave and you're like, oh my God, they just don't get it. No, that is a version of stress. And that is why I highly recommend that athletes who might not have a partner who's initially on board with this talk to them about how important this is and why this is important to them and why they if they have children like I want to show my kids I'm an athlete I want to continue to stay in good shape I want to achieve things I want to be an athlete I want to play sports and that's okay and some people just need to work through that but doesn't always have to be optimal in terms of watts. This game is not all watts. You will still get better doing this four-hour, slightly slower ride than optimal, and there's ways to improve it. So if you are riding with your spouse, I hope you have a great time doing it. If your spouse doesn't ride, hopefully you're doing recovery walks with them. Hopefully maybe you can do a yoga session. Obviously, this is not a marriage podcast, but when you do stuff together and you laugh together and you win together and you fail together, 
you are much happier together. So we'll save that one for a different time and place. Good luck with your training. Crush it. And that's it. The end. Bye.